Good morning and happy Monday. Today is going to be an outstanding day. We can and we will. Back with another Monday Mindset. This is our weekly segment from the DC Local Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Nathram. Monday Mindset is our weekly segment where we get together and spend some time where we talk about tools, ideas, thoughts, concepts, quotes, things that would help us expand our minds and our careers. Today, we're going to talk about ants, the ants in our brain, the automatic negative thoughts. But before we get into that, I want to remind everyone to please click the link below and join the Whole Human Method newsletter. We've got some exciting things happening. We're building a digital course. I've been giving workshops, perfecting our message, and we're now ready to launch our digital product. So it is a EQ accelerator designed to help the emerging leader learn the skill sets that they need in order to make it to that executive level. I've spent the last three years investigating what is it about executive leaders that make them who they are. I've used that and coupled it with academic research to put together this course for you. So if you're ready to take that next step in your career, or you're finally ready to become that entrepreneur that you've always wanted to be and take those hard skills and learn everything else that you need from research based on people that have what you want so that you can do what they do, then this is for you. Make sure you join the newsletter so you do not miss out on the upcoming launch of our coursework. I want you to be in that first cohort. This is for you. I'll continue to make that announcement and make sure that everyone gets the information about the sign up. We're going to start our first cohort here in January, but we're taking pre-booking where it's going to fill up fast. We're only accepting 20 people for this first cohort. So definitely if you're in the technology industry or that's your industry, GovCon, then make sure you sign up. You're not limited to being here in the DC area. We do have virtual events and virtual options for you as well to join our cohort so that we can have our weekly discussions in addition to your coursework. But what's going to be the best part of this is the actual community that we're going to build of each cohort being able to communicate and learn from each other, building that peer group and building that personal board of advisors, being guided by executives that know how to get you where you need to go. So on to today's topic, automatic negative thoughts, ants. Why do we have ants in our brains? Well, it turns out that the human brain does a lot of thinking, right? We do between 60 and 70,000 thoughts per day, depending on what study you're looking at. I recently read a study by the University of Southern California, the Laboratory of Neuroimaging, And the human brain produces 48.6 thoughts per minute, which is 70,000 thoughts per day. That's a lot of thinking. And the majority of our thoughts are negative. And it makes perfect sense why that is the case. And there's two main reasons why that is. One, it's perfectly natural because our brains evolved to keep us alive. It's looking for that negativity. It's looking for those threats. It's looking for that anxiety, those reasons why we might be in harm's way. And it's identifying those through the amygdala. So there's a part of our brain that is specifically meant for finding the fears. And it's doing its job. In fact, sometimes it does its job so well that it prevents us from taking action, which is, you know, kind of what we're talking about today, the ants. So our ancestors, back in the day of cavemen and women, they survived by constantly being on the lookout for threats, bears, animals, tigers, whatever, wherever they lived. And they navigated around them. If they saw some rustling in the grass, in the tall grass off to the left, they move to the other side, or if they saw footprints that they recognize as being an animal that they know will kill them, they went somewhere else. So the amygdala turned on, it identified that threat, and they were able to perceive or imagine what would happen based on that threat. That's the other part of our brains that's really unique, is that we have an imagination. It's one of the best qualities we have, because using that imagination helps us understand what those threats and those problems are, and we navigate away from them because of it. The only trouble here is that sometimes the imagination can get a little carried away, and it can work against us, right? It turns into those random negative thoughts that just pop up because we're imagining threats based on something our amygdala has identified. Maybe it's just a little bit of anxiety, 
but it turns on and it creates a story that we believe. And those are those automatic negative thoughts. We start creating these ideas in our head, which may or may not be true. Sometimes things are real because we feel it and we believe it, but they aren't true. And hopefully everyone can identify with that. This idea of like, you know, something happens and then the story that we tell ourselves as to how bad it's going to be is way more creative than what reality ends up being. And that is because sometimes our imagination can work a little bit of overtime, right? But it's a perfectly normal thing that it happened. It doesn't mean you're bad or you're not good because that's perfectly normal. And as we just described, it's our brain doing its job. The other reason why we have these automatic negative thoughts is because it may be a habit, right? We build habits. We talk about this all the time on this show. Neurons that fire together, wire together. 70,000 thoughts per day, 90% are repetitive. If they're negative, then we're going to have 90% of our thoughts being negative. And that's simply just our habit. Neurons that fire together, wire together. And the more they fire together, the more they wire together, the stronger those pathways become. If, if we do something over and over again, the neural pathways that are created in our brains for that action become stronger and stronger. So if we're constantly thinking negative thoughts, they will become stronger and stronger. It's the same reason why gratitude lists, we talk about making that list or experiencing gratitude and why that's so powerful because neurons that fire together, wire together. If we are practicing gratitude, that will get stronger. If we're practicing negativity, then that's what gets stronger. So for this week, I want to take a look at some common ants that pop up into our minds, and I want to give us a tool that we can use throughout the week, something very simple, because we didn't get this way all in one day, and we won't break this habit and form a new one all in one day. That's why we talk about 1% better one day at a time. I just did something recently where I explained the math as to why that is true, why we can 38X our life one day at a time. And it starts by becoming more aware and practicing new habits. So, But before we can practice new ones, we have to know the ones that are popping up that are negative. We have to know what the ants are before we can get rid of them. So the first one, let's think about black and white thinking. When we're not letting in shades of gray, when we're using words like always, never, every, right? I'm always late. I'll never be, I'll never lose that weight. I'll never be healthy. Only certain kinds of people get to be happy. I'm not one of them, so I'll never be that way. This is a very fixed mindset to have, and it's very black and white thinking, and that's a form of automatic negative thoughts that pop into our mind. It's actually one of the hallmarks. The second thing is focusing on the negative. We all know people that can suck the energy out of every room. Anytime you share something positive or any form of joy or gratitude with them, they always say, yeah, but, and then they insert some sort of negative or they can just find the negative in every situation, no matter what. Every restaurant you go to, they find something bad about it. Every movie they watch, it was, there was something wrong with it. Everywhere they go, every experience you share with this person, they find something negative to say about it. And I used to be that person. What I didn't realize is that my reticular activating system was programmed into finding the negative. Again, the brain was doing exactly what it was asked to do. The RAS is our filter. It's our brain's filter, reticular activating system. It's the reason why if you buy a blue car, you automatically start seeing blue cars everywhere. Likewise, if you teach it to look for the negative, it will find it and it will show it to you. So understanding that that's an automatic behavior, that's a habit that we've built, that's an ant. That's the first step to changing it is knowing that it's there. You know, another common one is, is being a fortune teller or a mind reader. Whenever we start thinking that we know how the future is going to be, it's usually based on our fear of the past. But when we're hard on our opinions and we think we know how something's going to work out or not work out, usually it's, oh, that's not going to work. There's no way that'll happen. There's no way I'm going to be able to do this. It's similar to the first one we talked about with black and white, but it's usually something in the future. Same thing with mind reading. We don't know what another person is thinking. No one knows what we're thinking and we don't know what other people are thinking. We're not psychics, but based on fear, we will determine what we think the other person is thinking and then adjust our behavior based on what we thought they thought. And I mean, that's a lack of boundaries, but it's also based in negativity. It's an automatic negative thought that we, we have, that we, they're thinking something bad of us. 
So those are just some common ones that I want to use to paint the picture. But today I want to talk about shooting. And this is our practice for this week. As we go about our week, let's be a little bit more aware of how often we're using the word should, right? Should is this trigger for guilt and shame. Whenever we're saying things like, I should stop doing this, or I should eat more of those, or I should go to the gym, or I should feel better about this thing, or I should do this. We're shooting on ourselves and we can shoot on other people. And so when we're communicating with ourselves and we're using language with ourselves that's based on guilt and shame, all we're doing is adding to the anxiety and the pressure of us not doing that thing or procrastinating about that thing. And that's never going to work out well for us. So the first step to changing anything about ourselves is being aware of it. The first step to changing a habit is being aware of it in the first place. So what I'd like to do this week with you guys is let's just become more aware of how often we're using the phrase, I should, right? How often are we shooting on ourselves? How often are we shooting on other people? And as we continue to do this, if we set the intention every morning that today I'm going to be more aware of the phrase, I should, we talked about the reticular activating system. You're telling your RAS to be on high alert that day for any time that you use this phrase. And it will tell you, it will happen. The more we set the intention to become more aware, we will become more aware. And it won't happen all at once. Maybe you might say should 15 times in one day, but only be aware of it two or three. And that's okay because that's still progress. And one thing that's 100% true is when we build new habits, we don't just stop a, a habit. We replace it with something better. We replace it with a new one. So let's take, for example, I should eat healthier. If you're saying something like I should eat healthier to yourself, try to rephrase that in your mind as or write it down as I can eat healthier today by eating these things and jot down a list. And maybe that's not your go-to shame or guilt. Maybe that's not your go-to should, but whatever that is, replace that sentence with an action item. I can improve this by, and then insert what you can do instead of I should do this. I can improve my ability to do, insert whatever you're talking about, by, and then insert a list of three things that you can do to help improve with that. All right, so let's try that for this week. And I'd love to hear how it's going. So feel free to reach out and I'll see you next week.